0: is necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hey, Joel Malkin for WJNO.com. On the line with me is Wayne Picone, regional director of the Seniors Versus Crime Project. This is a special project of the Florida Attorney General's Office. And uh, Wayne, it's been a while since we've talked. Uh, 2020 is here, and uh, I don't believe that fraud uh, against not only seniors but all of us. I don't think it's taking a back seat. It's not taking a break in the new year, is it?
0: No, 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 no. And I'm like everybody else predicting that uh, we're going to be deluged with, uh, with plenty of scams and schemes throughout the new roaring 20s.
1: Yeah that's a thing isn't it the social media roaring 20s for new year's eve a lot of folks talking about that's that That's correct. Yep. I, I appreciate you throwing that in there. Um all right so um let's talk about some of the stuff uh, that that we are are looking at I guess uh you know it's it's January and uh folks before long will start uh start putting their taxes together right?
0: That's correct, Joel. And, uh, you know, I always say we go from a very festive season down to the hardcore, crush the numbers, call the accountant, worry about it, Did I deduct this, where's the receipt for that. So uh, it's, it's going to be stressful here probably till the end of the month just on, uh, just on us getting our taxes done. And I'm glad you bring this up because there are plenty of IRS schemes and scams out there, and uh, we want our audience to know, please... Please don't fall for these scams. Number one, the IRS does not contact you by telephone or email. They send you a letter. The IRS always offers you an opportunity to disagree or defend whatever you did or didn't do. The IRS does not accept Walmart gift cards for underpayment of funds.
1: Wait. Right. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Because we've heard about this so many years now. How many people are you aware of? How many people actually fall for that kind of a scam? Where you know, with the with the gift card payments.
0: Uh, Joel, you, you, here's what happens. Many people fall for it, and I'll tell you why. It's just out of fear. For 70 years, you never had a problem. Then all of a sudden, you get a phone call from somebody that's a little gruff, a little tough, and, and, and you kind of panic. You weren't expecting this. So when you're a little bit confused and you're a little bit intimidated, you just follow along. It's not until the next day or two you realize, like, why the heck did I believe that? You know? And that's, that's a tactic used. That's why it's a direct contact. You have to be careful of the direct contacts. And the IRS, believe me, if you call them up, they will explain anything you need to have explained. They will talk to you. It's not this unknown uh, uh, secret society that lives in a cave somewhere and barks out orders. Uh, and I want you to be very careful when you file your taxes. You might get a return from the IRS in the mail saying, we already took care of your taxes. That's when you're going to know that you had your identity stolen. Somebody filed your taxes for you under your name and Social Security before you even filed them. You have to notify the IRS immediately. You have to notify your local law enforcement authority. You get a police number with that. The IRS will will start checking out. You're going to get your money. But it's going to take you maybe six months to a year sometimes, depending. This happens so many times, and and if I told you who did this, you'd fall down. People automatically think, somebody stole my number. In all likelihood, it was a gang. They infiltrate the systems and hack the systems of Things that you cannot protect. You didn't do anything wrong. The doctor sets you for uh, some test at one of the laboratories somewhere. Well, they have a database. If that database gets hacked, there's thousands of names in there, and they just randomly take them. And we had a, a case here in Florida where uh, they checked and they found out that were fraudulent uh, tax returns to one address that amounted like hundreds to an apartment. All right? Because it comes around from so many places. So if you get that, you have to act immediately. First stop, IRS. Tell them, that's not me. I didn't file them, and we start the process. Second step, notify law enforcement.
1: Law enforcement, let me ask you, would would you suggest, because of this, that maybe don't put off filing your taxes, even if you're not expecting a refund? Because sometimes people go well, I owe money, so I'm going to wait until the last minute, you know, and file just before the deadline because I have to pay it, or, you know, or or something like that. Would you say, you know, go ahead and do it before the scammer has has a chance?
0: Me personally, yes. I, I believe that. When it comes in, get it done, whether you owe or you're getting something back. The problem is, is if you're still waiting for some of your stuff, these guys go ahead and file a false claim. You may not have even got your 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 your, uh, your reports back from Social Security yet, and then you go to file it. It's already been filed. So yes, the minute you get your paperwork, you be prepared and file your taxes. It's my opinion. All right, All right let's, let's I haven't seen on anything then. written down in a law firm's sure, so.
1: Let, let's move on to uh, uh, I guess there are some social security scams you say uh, may be approaching. Soon. Social social
0: social security scams are the same things. I have received them. My brothers received them. My wife's received them. Almost everybody I know has received them. And what happens is, is there's a telephone call and it says, "This is a social security but Please press one to talk to uh, some kind some kind of official." There is a problem with your social security number and it may need to be verified. Boom. Social Security is another department that does not call you by telephone. Nobody needs to verify your Social Security number. Don't even push number one. What you push is the off button on the phone. That's what you do with that. And you'd be surprised on how many people have gone ahead and and fallen for that one. Again, it's, it's an official bureau. People have never had this problem. They hear about people's identity getting stolen all the time, and now, oh my gosh, it's happening to me. Well, it's going to happen to you if you continue with that phone call.
1: Now, and, and a and lot of this is a, a lot of these <clears throat> though are not humans. These are robocalls that are calling, and uh, right. hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, some of this will, will get <clears throat> uh, taken care of by a new uh, law the president signed this week that uh, you know, uh, up to ten thousand dollar fines per call for these people. You think that that might help out?
0: Well, we can always help. I mean, it's a step forward. It's a movement we haven't had in the past couple of years. While these kinds of things are, are pushed around, molded around, they change it, they call from a different state. And I want to make your audience, listen, you don't have to be tech savvy. Some guy with a, with a laptop and a cell phone could be sitting in Costa Rica somewhere and telling you he's calling from your credit card in Wisconsin. Right. I get
1: I get a lot of these I get a lot of these robocalls on my uh, uh, voicemail, and uh, I know you had a message about how setting up voicemail and this will this will floor uh, folks. Uh, you know, if it, it, I can't be the only one surprised to hear this kind of advice.
0: No, here's the thing: when you set up your voicemail, you have an option. You can put your own voicemail on high, for instance, like me. Hi, this is Wayne Pacone. I'm not available right now. Please leave a message. Right, that's fine. Then there's others that say, this is a beautiful day in Florida, I can't thank you enough, the flowery things, you know. No. It's either the robo-answering service that your phone company will set up for you, or you get somebody like me to leave you a voicemail. You don't leave anything because these are what's called cold calls, Joel. That's what it is in the industry. These people just get a list of names, and they start cold calling. And what happens is, is they can tell now from there whether they could call back or not. Because the minute you sound vulnerable, remember we said at the very beginning of the interview, intimidation and fear. So I can call you back. Maybe you're not home, but I now know that uh, you're, you're elderly. Uh, you could be vulnerable. Uh, you might listen. You, you know, and all those things happen. So this is what I'm saying. The best thing to do as far as your voicemail goes, if it's a business voicemail, it's a business voicemail. But if it's your personal voicemail at home or on your cell, all right, go to the robo so nobody knows anything about you. They can't even begin to guess. And that's what keeps you a little bit safer. Maybe they won't bother to call back. Maybe they will. And you'll answer the phone. But that's fine. Then that's that conversation you have the ability to hang up. But don't give them the intent uh, to let them know that they continue to call you. That's the same thing with your computer. You'll get these solicitations on the computer that says, and if you don't want us to bother you again, please press here. Never press that. Just delete that. That has told them that you have now taken all that time to read their solicitation. And they're going to try to resolicit you, or they're going to sell your name to some other scamster out there, and he's going to say, well, we'll just keep trying until one of us gets it. And that's would how you, the, you, could always feel, go ahead, Joel.
1: Now, I was going to say, would you suggest that, uh, you know, uh, 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 if somebody's listening to this and, you know, it's their parents that they're concerned about, the parents that are the elderly, that, uh, you know, maybe they do their voicemail for them?
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. When I say a guy like me, somebody that, uh, that doesn't sound as elderly as they are. Somebody that does that get a niece, a nephew, uh, a brother, a son. Absolutely, that I have given this advice for years. Get them to say hi. This is the you know the the, the residents. We're not available right now. Thank you for calling. You know, we're not here. That's it. That's it. And keep the message simple, well, you, not leading, and don't don't make it flowery in any way.
1: Well, you you said somebody that doesn't sound as elderly as they are. I mean, you're only thirty five, right? <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to let's let's move on to one final thing, and and then we have to we have to wrap up. Uh, sure, of course, uh, unsolicited contractors
0: talk about ah uh, yes, this is this this is big because this is this is very serious. You'll be at home, you'll get a knock on the door, some guy will say hi. I'm um, so-and-so, uh, I'm doing a uh, roofing job down the street, and I was driving by, and my partner, and I noticed that you've got a couple of shingles up there that, that are loops. Uh, we can climb up there right now and tell you how bad the damage is and take care of that. And the next thing you know, you have an unsolicited contractor shoving a contract in your face to repair all the damage on the roof. He'll start talking about insurances. The answer is no. If you didn't call him, you know, no way. No way. That's how they get. And never let them separate. If you have two people and one guy says, well, I'm going to send my partner around back to see what he can see. They're separated. Never allow that. Never allow that. An unsolicited contractor, if you, if you see it and he says, yeah, there it is, you take a look. Okay, good. Listen, I'm busy. I need your card. Take the card. Thank you very much and close the door. All right? Because with the unsolicited contractors, that's what they do. They roam the neighborhoods. I don't know if he's doing a roofing job down the block. He may be legitimate, but most legitimate people are called, contracted, they're licensed, they have everything, and they will talk to you about payment plans, they will talk to you about the types of shingles and stuff. These guys walk in and tell you they're going to fix it. No, 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 no. They can't separate, and you never accept any contract or estimate from an unsolicited contractor. Keep yourself safe. Keep your money safe.
1: All right, Wayne. Well, wow. as I said at the beginning of the call, 2020, uh, there's no break this year from uh, these frauds. No. Uh, if anything, they're only getting worse. Uh, we're going to wrap up. I appreciate you joining me, though. Wayne Picone, Regional Director here in Southeast Florida of the Seniors Versus Crime Project, uh, continuing here in the new year as a special project of the Florida Attorney General's Office. Uh, Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year, Joel, to everybody out there